Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, director of the AC Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And you know who's here? Ooh. You know who that means? Ten feet under. Oh, I know. You said he went down below. Yeah. He went deep. All right, without further ado, Mr. Andrew Mack, our resident earthworm. According to Ron, 10 feet down. According to me, I'm agreeing with Ron. Good morning. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. So why is he 10 feet under? I forgot what he did. I think he made fun of me again. Okay. Which is not hard to do, but he's not allowed. Ooh. Oh, man. All right. That's Unless all good. I start it. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> just updates. Mia is not here. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Steve will be back next week with a good report. He's been out fishing. And uh, it's just the three of us today, which is good because um, we got a lot to cover. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with you. Earthworm, I, I've seen a lot of catfish. Uh, I saw some great fish coming out of Pyramid. Um, I want to talk lobsters. Uh, go for it. Yeah, definitely. It's it's been a fishy week, that's for sure. I mean, it's it's going crazy out there uh, right now. Um, SoCal, we're in kind of like a mid transition from catfish uh, to trout. Some lakes are still a stocking catfish. Uh, some are starting to stock uh, more trout than anything. Um, it's just it's just one of those exciting times. It's like it's time to get out, you know, the syndicate jig rods. It's time to start getting the hookup baits ready and stuff like that because, you know, the local lakes here, they're going to start bringing the fish from Mount Lassen and the other places, and, you know, they're coming. So let's see. So let's start with, uh, let's start with the Sierras because the Sierras are kind of, I wouldn't say closing up, but they're getting to that kind of end of the season kind of stuff. So you have like Inyo County, like Rock Creek, Pleasant Valley, uh, Lone Pine Creek, uh, Bishop Creek, Diaz Lake, and Owens River. They're all stocking this week from the state. Uh, some of these places um, are done fishing uh, early November, um, you know, for the season. And then uh, some don't close, like uh, the Bishop area. Um, you can fish that pretty much all year. Uh, same with uh, Pleasant Valley, um, you know, all year. Now, if you're going to head up to Mono con- uh, County, you have Silver Lake, um, who just stocked June Lake, Gold Lake, Grant Lake, and Convict Lake. Um, now, all these places had a state stock this week. Um, but what a lot of guys that are seeing that are fishing these lakes, um, it's a lot of more of a holdover kind of fish, the bigger stuff, 
um, uh, when the resorts have their private stocks, um, you know, they put, you know, the four to eight pounders. And right now, a lot of those fish are starting to show up, I think, because it's getting cold up there. Um, they just had their first snow about two weeks ago. Um, so it's kind of get, you know, leaves that chill up there with a the fish. They start coming from the deep to the shallows. Um, the brown trout, uh, the brown trout start coming from, you know, the, the lakes and kind of making their way into the streams. Um, you know, a lot of people are seeing a lot of bigger fish. Um, you know, a couple places have already closed, like uh, Rush Creek. Um, you know, that's already shut down for the season. The reason why they do that, because Rush Creek is known for the big brown trout. And this way, um, it gives the brown trout the best chance to kind of come up and start spawning and do their thing. So, you know, that's one of the reasons there. Um, if you're going to go um, farther north, uh, actually to Nevada, like you're saying, Pyramid Lake is just insane right now. I mean, guy, typically it's more of a boat bite right now. Uh, the fish are, are kind of offshore a little bit. Um, so guys that are using, you know, hook of baits are trolling for these fish. Um, you know, all that, all that stuff, you know, throwing big spoons, um, how they're getting them. I mean, these fish are coming. I've seen, well, I, it wasn't on a scale, um, you know, but the claims this guy's, or it, I didn't see a picture of a scale. Anyway, this, you know, a guy posted that he caught a 30, uh, uh, over a 30 pound cutthroat, um, up there, which to me is, as far as I can remember, that's the biggest cutthroat in many, 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 many moons. Um, they used to have that quality of fish way back when, um, you know, then they put the dam up and all that stuff and, uh, you kind of wiped them out and to see that caliber of fish and how this fishery recovered, you know, over the past 20 something years, uh, you know, when they actually rediscovered the strain in the stream, um, it's, it, it's really awesome stuff. And I know a lot of people practice catch and release, um, you know, in this, uh, giant lake up there. Um, you actually are able to keep a few. Um, you can keep a, a one uh, cutthroat trout over 24 inches um, uh, a day there, um, or two uh, with a slot limit. I believe it's 17 to 20 inches. But if you don't tend on eating these fish, you know that night, always practice catch and release. Um, you know, especially to see this fishery fishery recover um, like it did. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a great a great fishery to go up there. Sir, do you ever make it up there uh, yet, Sergio? I know you're talking about it. In, uh, yeah, October. we talk about it, but haven't been there yet. But you know who? Okay. Uh, ben loves it. Ben loves it up there. Yeah, Ben's been going up there. Uh, Chad's been going up there. You know, it's just a lot of guys that, that they're just having a great time, you know, pulling on these giant, you know, these giant fish. So if you come down south over by us, um, you know, the catfish plants, there is a few catfish uh, lakes that are still stocking. Um, you have Asperia Lake uh, that's been stocking every week. Uh, they'll probably start stocking trout, um, I would say, the second week of November, the first or second week of November, as soon as the water, you know, cools down enough for them. Uh, Fisherman's Retreat, uh, they've also been stocking catfish. Um, Mountain Lakes, uh, they have a, a, a few more stocks of catfish. October 26th is when they're going to have their official trout opener. And this year, uh, Mountain Lakes, they switched it up with hatcheries. So they're no longer going with Jess Ranch. Uh, now they're uh, uh, getting their fish from uh, from Idaho. So that's that's kind of we're going to see the you know the quality of fish and we'll see how you know how they look. Um, but there'll probably be some bigger fish put in um, up there. So that's I know a lot of members and you know members that bring their guests they're all excited about that. Um, and then of course you know you have Santa Ana River Lakes um, who continues to stock 
truck after truck after truck every week. And uh, and there's been a lot of big fish caught from San Ed River Lakes. A lot of, you know, 30 to 50 pound, you know, catfish that are either caught in Catfish Lake or the Big Lake, um, you know. And, and the best part about this is San Ed River Lake has a policy. Any fish that's of substantial size, you have to let it go. So what all the guys do is they catch their catfish, run up to the you know to the uh, the weigh-in station, they weigh it, get their picture taken, and then put it right back in the lake for it to continue, you know, to keep growing and all that stuff. And you're seeing how these fishery is because it's not like one a year or whatever. I mean, these fish are continuing to be caught. They're they're you know just getting bigger. So it's it's just a really really cool place to fish. Um, and then of course uh, you know from there we can check out our favorite lake. How's that looking, Sergio? I look. It looks really good. There's, in fact, there's a couple of things. Go ahead, give me a fish report that I'm going to let some people in, in on some information. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, typically, what I've been hearing, um, you know, from the shoreline, uh, uh, everything's been biting. The catfish are biting in the morning and evening time. You know, obviously, when it heats up a little bit, they kind of, you know, go to their shady spots or whatever they're doing. Uh, the wipers, they're getting bigger. I know uh, uh, Mr. Skinner's been out there. He's been just tearing it up, um, you know, on his tube or even on shore. Um, you know, you're seeing these fish, you know, right around that 18-inch range. They're about 16 and 18 inches. Um, and people are catching, you know, the wipers on a variety of things, you know, from anywhere from night crawlers to different lures to the, the mac bites. Um, even I've seen, you know, kids catching them on hot dogs. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, you know, these fish, yeah, these fish, they're biting everything over there. You know, and then, of course, you have, you know, what I like to catch the most is carp. The reason for that is because the carp, they love to eat arrows at Lake Elsinore. Um, you know, when you can see them, um, you know, from there. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's got a variety of panfish in the lake. I mean, it's just, it's an, just an all-out healthy fishery. And then, of course, you know, the bass. The bass, for some reason, only bite in the mid- middle of the lake. Everyone says, yeah, they're biting really good in mid-lake. So, you know, I don't I don't know why they're biting out there, but it's, I think it's like an unspoken code out there. But, you know, I would think that they're around the structure. But anyone well, that you I, ask, I, I told you, I, I've said many a times, if you want to be successful at Lake Elsinore, you got to look for two things. Um, number one is structure. Number two is bite on. Okay, so you, you do the combination of those two things. You find structure, but bite on on whatever you throw out there, you're going to get bit. Okay, everything, mm-hmm. everything bites uh, that. But he, here's something that I want to bring uh, the attention of everybody at um, wanting to go to Lake Elsinore too. The city council f- adopted this new lake management plan. Okay, it's a new plan. Okay, and uh, it's immediate and long-term water treatment projects. Okay, uh, some of the things that this plan in- includes is uh, nano bubbles, uh, algae sides, uh, and phosphorus. Okay, uh, and they'll be implemented in the next three months. That's going to help a lot in the quality of the water. One of the wonderful things about Lake Elsinore, it's the only real lake in Southern California. We've talked about that a lot. And in addition to that, um, they have water, and that's a big deal. Okay, lots and lots of water. Also, I want to congratulate the city of Lake Elsinore for updating and launching their new website. It really looks nice. Okay, so I uh, highly recommend everybody take a look at it. All right, listen, we're going to take a short break and come back. We're going to wrap up the fresh water and we'll start going into salt water. There's crawly, crawly creatures on the bottom. There's 
bass everywhere you go, and there's bluefin and yellowfin everywhere you go. So, everybody stay tuned. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. We'll be right back. Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30KLA. I almost wanted to just let that play. That brings back a lot of memories. All right, um, Earthworm, I see that you're uh, you're in Utah, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm in Utah, kind of just starting to get set up here. Um, everyone's kind of waking up and you know getting coffee and stuff like that. Uh, came out here in search of the tiger trout. I've actually never seen one in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're heading over to uh, Lake Panguitch um, over here. Um, and hopefully we'll get them. I know that there's a lot of cutthroat uh, browns and rainbows uh, in the lake, but that elusive tiger trout that's in there, that's the one I'm after. Mm, um, right. So we'll see I, how it goes. I love it. Okay, so we, we don't be willing to break. We're talking about Lake Elsinore. A um, couple of mm-hmm. things. Um, let me ask Ron. Ron, there was some football last weekend, um, especially Sunday night. Who did the Niners play? Uh, Who do the 49ers play? You know, I, I feel sorry for him. You know, it's like being an Angel fan. 
Okay, but do you, Andrew, do you know who the 49ers played? They played, played the Cowboys. They, they, played, they played the host of the next Super Bowl. Right, because oh. that's right. They don't want any home more, any more home teams at the uh, Super Bowl. You know, Bowl. they did not play the Cowboys. Cowboys didn't show up. They didn't show up. Well, listen, that's where Jonathan is right now. He, he had to run I to Texas. Know. Sorry, Jonathan. He tried to go as far as he could, went to Texas, but yeah, ain't going to do good enough. Okay, but um, anyway, so so sorry for them. So sorry. But uh, here's something. But I do want to congratulate the city. Okay, Um I've been looking at this new website. I really like it. It's a lot easier to, to to check things out, get a lot of information. One of the things that that um, Tony made me aware of is something called Oktoberfest. Okay, and Ron, I I, I I thought it was Friday night, but it's a whole week. It's the twentieth, twenty first, and twenty second. Wow, cool. It's happening at the Bobber. We have eight local breweries, four local food vendors. There's going to be games and prizes. There's going to be live music. And we've been invited by JT's Reynolds. Okay? So um, I'm telling you, folks, it's a great place to go hang out. And if you haven't been at the Bobber, you haven't been at Launch Point, oh, you're missing out. Okay? So um, I don't know if he's... Going to be back. I guess it all depends how the Cowboys do this weekend. Don't they have a bye? They, no, they play the Chargers on Monday night, I believe. I guess I'll be rooting yeah. for the Cowboys for the first time. Okay. Because wow. I, well, I'm, um, I'm not a Charger fan, bro. I'm a, if I let can, me just say it like this. How about them Raiders? Okay, Monday night. How about <laughs> them Raiders? Okay, all I heard. I, I actually just drove by the stadium. You drove by the stadium, yeah. 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 It looked it looked pretty empty over there. Yeah. <laughs> if I if I can stay on my feet, I'm gonna go. Where I'm gonna go there to Elsinore. You know what? I'm thinking. I I thought it was only I, I Friday night, been, but you know what? I could do. We could do Saturday. We don't have anything this next weekend. Yeah, I just have a problem walking and stuff lately. I just well, okay. Well, well, we'll just we'll just roll you down there. We'll down yeah. there. get in get in a fetal position and Andrew. Maybe you and Erica can join us. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, Ron, you're more than welcome just to jump on my back and I'll carry you in. Oh, no, I weigh too much for that, man. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan actually texted me. He goes, you're 25 feet under, according to me. <laughs> I, and I got a message that says, stop, stop, ouch. Wow, the love is incredible. Well, oh, if we yeah. didn't love you, we wouldn't even mention, say anything. We so. wouldn't even mention. No, but listen, um, hopefully we'll be back next, uh, Jonathan, we'll be back next week. And I think we're going to make that track. I, I think I'm going to be there Saturday, okay, and go hang out. I know Tony's going to be there. I've been, um, he was telling me that uh, Tony is on the planning commission. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, he's yeah. going to plan a new uh, Tarp City. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told him what he ought to do is just sprinkle bite on all over the lake feed them things get them excited okay but anyway uh again uh the bobber on the lake uh it's called oktoberfest uh eight local breweries we gotta go check that out okay you know what yeah all right i mean and you know some some uh be good food games prizes live music i love that always good music over there so uh, and you might as well bring your fishing rods, okay? So I'll probably call the casino and get get a nice uh, room there, okay? Stay at the Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino and then take advantage of the, what the lake activity has. And, guys, lake-elsinore.org. One more time. lake 
elsinore.org. Check out the new website. It really is nice. Okay? And Jonathan, you know, just don't, you know, you know, you, know, you, you got your own theme song. You see that you? bass he's holding? Yeah, but. Nice job, Jonathan. But Ron. Come on. But Ron. Cowboys ain't easy to love, and they're harder to hold. Yeah. You know, you know. So all the ladies out there, give you a song this one's going straight out to our boy. Okay, he I go through this friend. every angel season. But don't let your boys grow up to be cowboys. Have them grow up to be raiders. The raiders. I like it. Anyway, uh, Jonathan, we love you, bro. We miss you. We'll see you when you get back into town. Um, Earthworm, I'm inviting you and Erica. Okay. All right. Uh, next Saturday, let us make it a plan. You know okay. what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank JT Reynolds, uh, JT's Rentals. I guess he's got tickets for us. Um, so let's just let's just go make a showing. And anybody that's listening, please come out and join join us and uh, have some fun. Okay. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Okay. Yep. So. All right. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right. So. Does that wrap off uh, wrap up freshwater? Yep, yep. I mean, there's been a couple of significant catches. Uh, real quick, uh, let's see. Lake Wolford uh, had a 34.3 pound catfish caught uh, by Martin uh, Avines uh, fishing from the shore. Um, Lake Paris had a couple of nice ones caught. Uh, Mike Sutherland, uh, he's been trolling a it's called a, a producer fly. And he's been catching, you know, a couple striper here and there, and he got another double-digit striper out of Paris, which is a pretty rare catch for Lake Paris. Um, you know, it seems like there's a lot of big fish in there. Um, he also got some nice bass um, out of there. And then uh, one more, uh, Lorna, uh, Casey Angler Lorna, was fishing with uh, Bill uh, Bill Talbot on uh, Lake Isabella. And uh, they got their limit done early on trout. Uh, they were just drifting night crawlers. Um, in the morning, and uh, they finished out with 10 fish and headed in in a couple hours. So there's a lot of options for in SoCal or, you know, a little bit north looking for these fish. And uh, that will do it for uh, freshwater. I love it. All right, so um, talk to me about lobsters real quick here. And uh, there's some regulation changes. Just just give everybody the uh, the lobster rundown. Yeah, so um, the closure um, from uh, uh, last from the opener, uh, they found, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? They found a uh, demonic acid um, in some of the lobsters that they tested. So they closed an area uh, basically from, uh, um, let's see, from uh, Long Beach Breakwater uh, up to uh, uh, Abalone Cove State Marine uh, Conservation Area. And uh, they retested again uh, uh, earlier in the week. Um, They found that uh, the lobsters are good to go now. So uh, so they decided to open it uh, last night at 6 p.m. Um, so now all the normal areas now for uh, if you're going to be hooping or diving for lobsters are now open. Um, what I've been seeing since the opener was there is a lot of good quality, you know, bugs coming out. And some guys have even told me that, you know, uh, well, actually one guy at the last case, Casey Angler meeting, was uh, he was telling me that, you know, they were out there hooping, and uh, his friend had, you know, salmon heads. All he had was the bite-on pads with the spray. And he was catching them, you know, double, sometimes triple the amount of of lobster in his hoop compared to actual meat, you know, and salmon heads in in the other ones. 
and he was he was just you know so surprised on how well bite on works and and it's kind of a common thing for everyone that goes out that brings the bite on that you know like rodney uh, sakamoto and his son they went out uh you know on the opener and they were done in the second pass the second second string of hoops they both you know they both had their you know their their seven lobsters and they were done but again they were using the bite on spray uh with the pads and i mean it's just it's so crazy how effective and how well these lobsters come out from hiding when you know when you put this stuff in the water and they just want to come in and investigate and see what's going on and you know and these things are big i mean they're they're not the they're not the questionable ones they're not just you know when you're using your gauge they're not just right over i mean they're i mean (laughs) there's no question that these things are legal size you know in the in the two probably two i think i even saw a few that were in the four to five pound range uh, for lobster all right you know it's it's awesome stuff. Yeah, okay. Listen, I got uh, I see the music coming on. Do you have to split? Are you uh, st- yeah, I, I got I got to get going here. All right, you got to go catch. I will definitely check in next week and hopefully like I said I'll get some tiger trout today. That would be tiger, okay? Tiger trout. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 the pants, okay? Not <laughs> pants trout, just tiger trout. Anyway, you have a good one. Go. Uh, have a real good one. All right, good luck. All right, folks, that was the Earthworm himself. You're listening to Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. Angry Chronicles will be right back. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-wearing fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. My name is Sergio, and I got Ron in studio with me. Dude, there's going to be a dynamic duo today, okay? And um, we got a busy weekend, really, uh, if you think about it. Uh, we're tomorrow night. All right. We're going to get on the boat. Okay, you got to put the microphone in front of you, Matt. I know, but you don't realize it's my first trip in over a month. Is it really? Because I've been hurt. Oh, so. that's right. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we're going to get on the El Dorado, and two and a half day. It's finally sold out, right? Yes. Okay, it's sold out. We are going to film it, and uh, for those of you that wait until the last minute, I'm sorry, it's sold out. Okay, so um, we're going to have some uh, celebrities on the boat. Okay, we're going to have Captain Mike Blue and Captain Bruce Root. They're going to come out fishing with us. It's so cool. Okay, if you guys don't can't put name and boat together, Bruce Root was on the Sport King. Okay, he owned the Sport King. Okay, Captain Extraordinaire, and um, I think he wrote the book on everything you need to know about saltwater fishing and then some. Anyway, he's a hilarious. He's hoot. He's going to have a lot of fun for two and a half days. And Captain Mike Blue used to run the Victory. Okay, he's going to be here local. He loves to come on our longer uh, trips, so he's going to be on the boat with us. I'm really looking forward to having Mike and um, and Bruce there. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we're going to have a very, very limited load. I think it's 20 people. We do this on purpose. Now, you guys know that um, recently we had a trip on the Clemente. Okay, and uh, I know you couldn't go, Ron. And um, I try to keep it down in numbers so that we can do the crazy stuff that we do okay we went out and we annihilated the yellowfin tuna okay with only 15 14 guys i think it was maybe even 13 we did that on purpose it's not beautiful three quarter day we said tuna or bust we caught 29 yellowfin three bluefin and a dorado to boot all right so we're looking for the same thing Okay, and you talked to TJ, I talked to TJ, but TJ gave you some info as far as the fishing. They had limits. That they, they're coming off of a two-day, and they had limits the first day, and then uh, they had to head home, but uh, they had uh, 29 the second day. So Wow. And uh, that's pretty good. Anywhere from, you know, the little ones all the way up to big boys. So Yeah, so um, if you're coming out on the trip with us, or if you're planning to go out fishing either from San Diego all the way up. And everybody, by the way, folks, the majority of the boats, I would tell you 80 to 90% of them are fishing in the same area. So right now, it doesn't matter if you go out of Long Beach or San Diego, they're fishing, unless they're going south. Very few boats are actually going south. There's no need. The reason there's no need, we're, we're catching, I mean, the local three days out of Newport, out of Long Beach, are catching yellowfin and bluefin, okay, on a three-quarter day. All right, so the fish... 
I would like to say one of the banks, Tanner and Cortez near Clemente, that's that's the general area. All right, they're catching yellowfin, bluefin, and yellowtail. Uh, yellowtail, they don't get a lot of, uh, you know, uh, what, do we, what do we call it? Not a lot of notoriety because of uh, the, the being overshadowed by all the tuna, but they're very, very good quality yellowtail. All right, I'm, I was looking at the reports. For example, um, yesterday, on Friday the 13th, see, you like that? Friday the 13th yeah. during October, which is Halloween. That's kind of crazy. You know they had 883 bluefin tuna caught? And then add another 189 yellowfin tuna? So that that's, oh, and by the way, 385 Dorado as well. Okay, so there's a lot going on. I see a lot of rockfish. There over 2,500 rockfish being caught. Okay, and they say red snapper here, but it's actually a vermilion rockfish. Calico bass, a lot of them are being released. Thank you. I see bocaccios and, and sheephead and sand bass and uh, yellowtail and lingcod. Right now is a very good time to go fishing. If you guys pay attention to the show, we always have Captain Don Ashley. What does he say year 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 after year? September, October, November. Those are the best months. And and the reason is this. The weather is really good. Okay. I went out Tuesday on the Freedom Boat Club. I went on the AC Sled 2. And I took uh, Derek from Simply Fish and Mike Howell. And we said, hey, let's go, let's go fishing. It was um, it was a little tough, okay, but we found fish. We caught calico bass, we caught uh, sand bass, and we also caught a halibut. We caught that halibut for Paul. How do you like that, Ron? Slid it in there, okay? Uh, so it, it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. And uh, let's see, I'm getting a message here from Danny Lynch, okay? Very little volume of tuna. Yeah, so that's what he's saying. See, most of the fish down south, there's very, very small volume of tuna and dorado. All this fish is up here, okay, in the U.S. What does that mean? It means you don't need a passport to go fishing. That's what's one big plus. But let's just talk about, Ron, um, you mentioned that the fish are anywhere from football size all the way to the hundreds. Yeah, I, I do believe that TJ is going to call. Okay. So I don't really want to give it all out. But, yeah, they're guys like we keep telling you, you got to bring something for everything, you know, 20 pound all the way up to 130 pound uh, and, and the equipment to go with it and, you know, freshen up your equipment. And it's still... <clears throat> you know, still great fishing going on, and it could be your chance to catch a fish of a lifetime. Yeah, and, uh, you know, one of the things, and I'm going to bring this up to you guys. A lot of guys like, you know, I, I fish the bass rod a lot, okay? And I use the bass for, for anything that's not bass. I'll, I'll take the bass rod, which is rated, I mean, it's a 710. The Fishing Syndicate 710H. It's a heavy, so it can handle it. Um, and then I put a... The, the accurate Valiant 300. But here's the key. When you use the 500, I mean the 300, it's a small reel, so the amount of line can become an issue. So what you do, you're not going to fish that rod, you know, with anything. I, I, mean, I wouldn't fish anything over 30. All right, so put 30-pound spectra or braided line 
Okay, you don't need 50 or 65. Okay, what does that mean? You're going to get a lot more line in. Okay, and that makes a big deal. Remember, you don't carry a lot of line in a small 300, but that doesn't mean you can't catch a 50-pound fish. I've done it. Okay, so it's, it's very doable. Okay, as long as you set your drags right, as long as you, you let the rod do all the work, and you got to be careful with these uh, graphite rods that you cannot high stick. And I saw something this week I, I wish I hadn't seen because I cannot see it. I saw a guy trying to bounce a fish. Okay. If, if I know it's really cool to bounce a fish, it looks really cool. But if you don't know how to do it, and if you don't have the right rod to do it, um, I won't recommend it. Because all I saw was the fish coming up, pow, and the rod breaking. Okay. And. You know what? Just ask for a gaff. Get that fish on the boat. It's all good. Because if you're going to bounce him, you just say, oh, I'm going to release him. Well, but if you bounce him and he hits that deck, chances are that fish is not going to, not going to make it. If you want to release a tuna, what you've got to, go, got to do is you've got to take the uh, gaff, wrap it around the line, and try to pop the line off or even cut, it, cut your line up, uh, your, your leader off, and let that hook rust out of them in a few days and then the fish will be okay but don't try to bounce them I, Ron you, you wouldn't you wouldn't believe it I actually saw the video and I'm like oh my god I couldn't believe how it, that rod broke but anyway so what I would highly recommend if you got a small reel I, my favorite is the, the, the 300 the Valiant uh, the BB 300 put 30 pounds don't put 50. You'll get a lot more line in. And then you can, I mean, ideally, you're going to use a leader that's probably anywhere between 12 pound to 30 pound. I don't use anything heavier than that. If you want to use have something heavier than that, then you got to move over to the other rods. Tuna rods. Let's talk tuna rods here, Ron. For these smaller fish, the composite rods are my favorite because you get a beautiful backbone with a graphite and then the sensitivity uh, of the glass in the, on, the, on the tip. Okay, and my favorite, I'll give you my favorite, 800 medium with a 500 narrow, okay, a two-speed. Okay, so again, I'm a big accurate fan. Valiants are my favorite. Reason is they are lighter than anything else out there in the market, and they're two-speed. Okay, so the Valiant 500 size on an 800 narrow, um, that one I would put 50-pound uh, spectra on it, okay, and then you can fish up. I would fish it probably 40. Ron, what would you use for the medium size fish? What, what would be, I mean, if you're, if you're seeing fish anywhere between football to 50 pounds, what kind of what kind of rod reel would you use? Well, if we're, if we're all in the you know, the, the smaller ones, um, it'd be 800 medium. Um, you know, I'll actually go down to a 400 uh, accurate uh, valiant, uh, but. The 800 medium to me is the best uh, rod as far as uh, being able to go up or down in size with not worrying about it. It's just the reel, whether it can handle or not, and you have enough line. But, yeah, the 800 medium. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? It's funny because the 400 also comes in a two-speed Valiant. Right. Um, has the same line capacity as the 500 narrow. So what are the differences? For me, and this is personal, guys, remember, 
are rods, are reels, they're the tools of our trade, and they're like jewelry. Not everybody yeah. likes diamonds, not everybody likes gold, not everybody likes rubies and <clears throat> and sapphires. They're, 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 you can do whatever you want. And okay, my for me personally, the reason I, I opt for the five hundred narrow versus the four hundred, the spool diameter is bigger. Okay, and even though it carries the same amount of line, it's a wider spool diameter, which means I get more inches per crank. We talk about that all the time. Uh, it's a big deal. Plus, the narrow is a lot easier for me, anyway, to cast. All right, so if I need to fly line a bait, I want to make sure I get out as far away from the boat as I can. All right, so that, that helps out. Ron, he prefers the 400. I think they weigh about the same. But he prefers the 400. It's just a matter of preference. It doesn't really matter. Um, they all work, yep. especially, what are you going to be fishing there, 40-pound test leader? Yes. 40, right. Because, I mean, the, the ideal for the fishing, the, the FSC uh, now, it's a composite. Right. Uh, the 800 medium, it's ideal for 40-pound. Right. Okay, you can fish 30, you can fish 50, but I would recommend 40. So... I'm looking at the lineup I'm going to take with us tomorrow since everything is hitting. We've got yellowfin anywhere between 20 to 40 pounds. We've got bluefin from football size to, you know, big, big mamas. Okay, and I'm talking 100 plus. So the bass rod's going to make it. You know I'm bringing the bass rod. Me too. Okay, I'm also going to bring out uh, one of the new prototypes, and it's coming out here very, very soon. I'm going to put them on a test again, are those new uh, fishing syndicate e-glass, okay? Uh, for fly lining a bait, they're hard to beat, okay, because they're extremely, extremely sensitive. don't like to put any weight to them, like any jigs or anything, but I bet you they would work fantastic for like a slow-pitch jig-type situation. They're very whippy. They're a lot of fun. But I think the, the bass rod for me will take care of the 12 to 12 to 30, uh, and 30 is even too much, but 12 to 25 is going to be the bass rod with a little 300, okay? Uh, then I'm going to use the medium. I'm going to jump over to the medium. Uh, Fishing Syndicate uh, FSC composite, okay, the 800 medium with a 500 narrow for me, for Ron, the 400. Both of them I recommend the two-speed. Do you absolutely need them a two-speed? No, but... Um, that low speed really helps out uh, when you're getting up close to the boat. Okay, when you got them close to the boat, put it in low gear. Just get that thing. That get that thing in. Well, you know, I I'll, I take two mediums, 800 mediums, and one does have the 500 on it. I agree with you because you never know what size fish you're going to be encountering, and even even if you go up 10 pounds, you know, that, that helps. You know, I, I one of the things you said too. Um, I'm finding that without realizing it. I know what rods are my go-tos by the number of rods that I have that are identical. Right. And um, I just ordered from GT, wrapping it, a fishing syndicate, two new ones. So and two, I, I got another bass rod and another two mediums because that is the go-to. Wherever I travel, the medium seems to... I mean, went up to British Columbia. The medium did the majority of the work. Right. Went down to East Cape. It did the majority of the work. Uh, and the bass rod. Those two rods. So I'll, I'll be taking two bass rods with me. I'll be bringing three M's. 
or mediums with me, and then I'll bring a heavy. And the, the, the heavy, let's, let's talk about the heavy. Heavy, I believe, is rated 30 to 60. Okay, go with the composite. So that's ideal, what, for 50-pound test, okay? If you're using 50-pound test, use 50-pound backing. You don't need 65, okay? Always remember, you go, oh, I have 65. Yeah, but you know what? The, the, what, the important here is what size leader you have. Okay, so if you're using 50-pound backing with 20-pound test, it's really a 20-pound test, right? Yeah. So I would say use if that's all you're going to use, you load it up with 20-pound. You have a lot more line. All right, listen, I like this conversation where it's going, Ron. So, hey, everybody hang on tight. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. And like the song says, don't fear the Reaper. You like that? I, I do. Don't fear the Reaper. But let me say something, and I have to tell you, as we went to break, I started cracking up, and cracking up extremely hard. Um, if you don't follow us uh, simultaneously on Facebook, do so at Friends of Angler Chronicles, and I want to give huge kudos to Ed. Ed put up a, a little post here, and he said, uh, Sergio, remember, there's only one nation. To which 
the cowboy in Texas, I'm not going to mention names, Jonathan, um, from Lake Elsinore, it goes, just threw up in my mouth. So what is Ed saying? He shows him a picture of the logo, and he says, it's a one star, right? It's not a logo. It's a rating. <laughs> it's a rating. Oh, my God. Now I just laughed. Ed, excellent. I love the banter. Jonathan, thanks for being such a good sport. Um, but you chose the wrong team, bro. But it's okay. We need we need we need you. It's what makes the world go round. Exactly. Okay. I mean I, I was a, a point not a not a fan, but a supporter to a point when you had Aikman, when you had Dion, when you had Emmett Smith, when you had Irving, everybody at the same time. Aikman went to UCLA. I love UCLA football. Sorry, Ron. I know you like the red, but you know I like UCLA. Okay, because you don't poke a sleeping bear, right? That's true. You know, I, uh-huh. and you know what's funny? You know the the Pac-12. Let's go to football here. <laughs> the Pac-12 is disbanding after this year. There is no more Pac-12 at UCLA, USC, and a couple other ones are heading to the SEC or the whatever it is. And 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 wouldn't you know it that. They have seven teams in the Pac-12 that are rated in the top 25, uh-huh. and, and that is amazing. And UCLA is right up there, and it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, but um, back to what we were talking about. Um, sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but we love him. But we go SC. Okay. So anyway, so it's all good. All right. So let, let, let me let's uh, bring it back around. We were talking about. You know what? What do you need to have in your arsenal right now? Yeah, we're lucky. We we get to fish a lot of different um, stuff, and uh, obviously we're sponsored by Fishing Syndicate, and to a certain point, to a certain point by Accurate. So, and I love both those. It's just <coughs> like hooks. People ask me what hooks. Well, I use owner hooks. I've used owner hooks since they first came out. I remember walking up, and I remember I forgot where I was. It must have been at Turner's, and I go up there. I'm looking for hooks. I used to use those other ones, the gold ones, okay? And I see these hooks, and I go, oh, my God, they're so expensive. And I said, I'll just try them out. Oh, boy, what a difference a hook makes. It does. Okay? And if you guys don't know, you can take a hook. I would tell you at the end of the day, take a styrofoam, ask for a styrofoam cup, put some fresh water in it, put all your hooks in there, swish them around, get all that salt water off, Okay, and then either put some, um, uh, what do you call that? Um, baby powder soda. or something. I would Just use baking, baking soda. Works good yeah, too. You know, soda. some take the moisture out, put it and put them all in there. Uh, maybe take one of those pill boxes. Okay, that's a good put. Put put the um, the you like baking soda or talc or something like that. Baby powder. Put your hooks in there. Get all the moisture out, and you know what? You can use them the next time, and that's the difference. Um, they're reusable. Don't tell owner that, <laughs> okay? But they're very reusable. Yeah, so. it, um, it's it's really interesting. I see a lot of guys tackle boxes, you know, and they open up the little hook compartment. It's got talcum powder already in there, mm-hmm. and you just think, oh, you know, what? but then stop and think about it. Even if you're out there and you got the hook box, and you get any moisture in it at all, it's toast. It you know, it, unless you're using owner hooks. Mm, that's right. Okay, so back to what we were saying. So right. you yeah. definitely want to take, I'll, I'll be taking, I said, two bass rods or maybe even switching it up a little bit. I may take one of the bass rods, okay, so that I can fish 20, 25. Uh, I'll be taking uh, posse. You know what I might just do? 
Um, the XL is a lot of fun. Okay, so that's the extra light. Um, that's a lot. That's a fun rod. Okay, yeah. fishing syndicate. It's an FSC composite. I fish a lot for um, bass. But I like it. It's very whippy. Okay, don't forget. You know, oh, there's so many rods I could talk about. Let's let's keep it. So what I'm going to do for this trip, and you're going to hate it because I'm going to make you open the window. Uh, I know he hates it, folks. Ron has a beautiful truck, okay, with a long bed. But I have this rod that exceeds eight feet. It is the 90J, okay. It's the ultimate casting. I mean, it, it is a jig stick like no other. And I'm going to bring it. So Ron hates it because he has got to open the window between the cab and the camper, okay, so that we can, he hates the noise. You know, Ron, you can't hear anyway. You're losing your hearing. Uh-huh. There you go. All right. So um, you, I'll have to bring it out. It's no, really and that's cool. not that I hate it. It's just that it, you can't have a conversation because it's so loud, which I guess is okay, too. It's only a half-hour drive. <laughs> We're good. All right, so anyway, so... Bass rod will be one of them for sure. I'll probably take one or two bass rods with the 300s. I'll probably take two, maybe three of the 800 mediums. You definitely want to have a variety. And because the majority of the fish are being caught on 20, 25, 30, okay, most of the bites are happening there. I'm sure some are happening at 40, okay, 40-pound 40 test. You got to make sure you have all the right rods. If you have a, if you, if, if you have more than one, okay, bring them, and have one with twenty-five, one with thirty, or one with twenty and one with thirty. You start with the thirty. If the thirty doesn't get bit, you drop down to the twenty, and then maybe the thirty you go down to twenty-five, and then in that medium range that we're talking they're, not, they're all I have one medium with a, a regular 500 in case I need some extra line depending on the size of the fish and two with the 500 narrows okay because they're, it's a lot easier to fly line a bait on okay and they got plenty of line and plenty of power those are all going to be between 30 and 40 pound test all the leaders okay and then I'm going to take the heavy we started talking about the heavy the composite that rod's rated 30 to 60. So that's ideal for 50. Okay, 40, 50, 50 is what I would use. And that's going to be on the 600 narrow. Okay, so the 600 narrow, now much, much bigger diameter in the spool. You're going to get a lot more inches per crank, two speed. They're light, so is the rod. I highly recommend um, looking into the new Fishing Syndicate uh, USA line. Okay, if, if you're a patriot, red, white, and blue, they really, they really are pretty. Okay, um, I have the regular run-of-the-mill heavy, the FSC composite, and they're light, powerful, and sensitive. That's that's their tagline. Believe me, folks, they really are. So take a heavy, match it up with a 600 narrow. On the 600 narrow, I may go 65-pound braid. Simply because if I do want to go up to 60 pound, I can, okay? But I definitely would not put an 80 pound leader on there, okay? Some people do, and I go, no. If you got 65 backing, stick with nothing more than 60. But you, I'm probably going to have one of them with 65, one with 50 uh, braided line on it. And the 50 goes to 50, and the 65 also 50, but might go a little 
a little more than that. Okay. So now we have the bass rod. We have mediums. We have heavy. Ron, now we get in, and that'll cover fish up to about 60, 80 pounds. Now let's talk about night fishing. What, yeah. are, you, what are you taking? Well, I would take my double X uh, heavy um, with my, uh, it's either an 800 or I use, I use a different reel. Um, you know, you just need to be prepared. I mean, night fishing, it's, it's um, God, that's where the big boys usually are, and they tell you how deep they are. And, you know, if you guys don't know how to mark off 100 feet, uh, there's so many ways to do it you know even do it on the boat as you're heading out uh, take a black sharpie if you can see it and and mark off your footage because that way you know that you're down into the zone when the captain says 300 but back to the rod uh, the, the double x heavy uh can't beat it uh, you just got to match it up with the right reel especially you know what? At night. I, I agree i'll probably take the <clears throat> double x I'll, I'll make that jump from heavy right. to the double x uh, i'm using the boss 30s Okay, uh, those are great reels, right. two speed, and for that I have a narrow and a regular. Probably take the regular a little. I mean, if I know they're bigger fish, you want to make sure you have plenty of line. That has hundred pound braid. Okay, that's hundred pound braid, and then that I will probably go up. Oh, a hundred, hundred thirty uh, liter, possibly even a two hundred pound liter. Okay, uh, the liter is going to be about the size of the fish. Okay, so. Six to seven feet, eight feet. I don't think we're going to catch anything longer than that. And that's just because, uh, you know, the fluorocarbon hand is it, it handles a lot better against the fish than right. uh, than braided line. It handles abrasiveness a little bit better. And, and yeah. when it running across, uh, if you don't hook that fish in the corner of the mouth, uh, it handles the teeth a little bit better. But... So that that's what I tell you. I mean, folks, that, that, at least those are the rods and line classes. Um, in the second hour, we're running out of time here. We're going to have to go to second hour. We should talk about hooks. Cause they've been, and we'll talk about what they're actually biting. Because one thing is the ideal that we want them to kind of bite on something. But it's another thing to what they're actually biting. Okay. All right. I can hear the music in the background. I can't believe we just burned through one hour. Uh, we got a second hour coming up. We're going to be joined by none other than the sheriff here in the second hour. He's going to let us know what's on TV. And we'll talk a little bit about what's coming up. Okay, We've been filming a lot, so um, now we're going to be editing a lot. Okay, so we'll talk about some of the episodes that are coming up. Folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLA. This, again, is Angler Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Ship was the pride of the American side Coming back from some mill in Wisconsin As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and good captain well seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms when they left Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles, like I said, and got Ron and myself in studio. And Ron, when we hear this song, it means the sheriff, the jig slinger. He's on deck. Poetry in motion when he's slinging it. 
You like poetry in motion? He is. He's the best at it. Poetry in motion. Who was that? Give me a couple minutes poetry and I'll come in up with it. Anyway, uh, the jigs thing. I don't even know what to say anymore. The sheriff after ten years. Denny Jackson, you there, bud? Hey, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'm here. Good morning, Sergio, and good morning, Ron Hobbs. Good morning. It's good. You no, know, Sergio. Let, before we get, we're going to get to our TV show tomorrow in just a moment here. I got a question to ask you. You know, you were you were telling me this the, the last couple of weeks here fishing when you were fishing out of Freedom Boat Club on the AC two. You fly the Angler Chronicles banner, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the plan. And uh, or or flag, if you want to call it the flag. Of course, you were Army, I was Navy, but in the, so you probably didn't use this term a lot, but. In the Navy, we have what we call a flagship. Okay, a flagship uh, was a fleet of was a ship in a fleet of ships that carried the commander of that fleet. Uh, as an example, I was in Vietnam, so we were we were under the Seventh Fleet, called the Seventh Fleet. But normally, the commander of that flagship was an admiral. Okay, once in a while, a four striper, which is in the Navy, a captain. But my question is. Now, if you're an emperor, how can an emperor have a flagship? That's that's my that's my question. I don't know about that one, so you'll have to set me straight. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, let me let me let, let, let's let's. In fact, you know, since we're talking about this, let me just let people know if you see one of the AC sleds. There's three AC sleds. Two of them are center consoles. And they're Key West. And then you have Danny's, what we call AC3 sled, okay, which is the three, which is a Defiance pilot house, okay? Um, And these boats are available to all members, so, you know, you're welcome to to fish them. Unfortunately, not all... uh, Not all members are... Are educated in the finer points of... Of what etiquette out there, okay? And so a lot of the party boats, a lot of the the, the local party boats that know who we are, um, they they complain to me, okay, and they think it's me. And I said, just because one of the boats has our logo doesn't necessarily mean that I am on the boat or Danny's on the boat or Ron is on the boat, okay? It just means that we have a logo on a boat. Okay, and I, you know, all I got. So I said, look, you know what? I talked to Ron, and Ron said, yeah, we should have a flag. Well, next thing you know, he talked to Lytle and Printing, and they went ahead and created this very cool-looking flag. I had a broken rod myself, and I attached it to a rod and put it in the rod holder, and it comes with me. So all I'm going to say is this. If you see one of the AC sleds, usually I am big on the center console. It'll be a center console. If you see an Angler Chronicle flag flying from the top, you know, the, the, the top there, you know, where, the, where we put the rod holders, then you know it's me. If the flag ain't flying, <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I had to do something. No, I hear you. You know, I had to do something. I, I hear you. And you want to talk I'm a little bit? With you. Listen, you you've been on party boats. You well, you and I both grew up on those things. Uh, 
share with people some and, and you know you got your son is a captain your son-in-law is a captain what what is a little bit of proper etiquette with these party boats well the the proper etiquette uh, i would say number one is don't get in the chum line you know don't get do, do not get in the chum line number two is don't get so close that you could fire a jig or they could fire a jig and hit your boat you're too close and, uh, you know, g- give them their space. You know, they're running a chum line. They spend a lot of money for bait, these guys do. And, and that's for good reason. When, you, when, you, when you're fishing on a sport boat, uh, you expect that uh, space, you know, because you deserve it. You've paid to go fishing, and, uh, and so you deserve it. So, yeah, you, they, they, they need to be given the space, Sergio, I would say, with would be the proper etiquette. So yeah, you you covered. You know, here's the thing, and we see it all the time. Okay, and, and you know, etiquette is is everything. All right, and um, again, if I can put a jig on your boat, allegedly in a previous lifetime, and your honor, I really don't have any recollection of this. Um, I've put one right next to a boat with a big splash. And when they realize that I can put a jig on their boat, they have a tendency to go away. Okay, this is not yeah. the same thing as um, just when you, everybody's a private boater. But when you see the big boats, they have something that we can't compete with. And that is very large bait tanks. So they set up a chum line. You don't realize um, what it takes to create a perfect chum line. You have to put a lot of bait out there that costs a lot of money and they set it up and the fish are coming to the boat and you always see that one idiot that that goes right and parks right on their stern or goes right across their stern that disrupts them the um the bait and that makes the fish go away so all that work all that time that they put in is gone okay and you get and i don't blame the captains and deckhands for being upset and then when yeah, when when upset course. and then when obscenities are are, are screamed at you, um, you got to understand. You, you got to leave those boats alone. Three hundred feet minimum from these boats. Okay, it, 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 look yeah. if you if you want to fish any of the platforms that are out there, any of the oil rigs that we have out here, you got to be three hundred feet, right? You got to be yeah, three hundred yeah, feet yeah. from these things. I know people like to go in and no. I mean, if you get away with it, I guess you get away with it. But if you get yelled at, you know why. And, and that's just proper etiquette. So, yeah. you know, exercise some good judgment. And a lot of the fights happen right now because it's lobster season. Okay? And we have some party boats that double up as far as, you know, they go catch some fish and then they set some pots and they do that. There's a double. Uh, you have some boats that'll just go out and lobster fish, and along with all the uh, private boaters, I've seen some really ugly encounters out there. Guys, be kind to one another and just respect everybody. You know, don't put your pots exactly where somebody else put your pots. And if they got to your spot before you got there, go find another one. Okay, you're looking for rocky bottom, hard bottom, that, you know, near a rock area. That, that's pretty much it. Okay, you can't meter them, so best of luck of that. But anyway, I think etiquette is a big deal, Danny. Don't you? Well, it is. It, well, of course it is, and I'm I'm just kidding you about the flagship. I I'm glad we have a flagship. 
Three of them. I mean, <laughs> Anglo Chronicles should have three flagships. So when you see that flag flying, you know, you know the the admiral is there. So <laughs> the emperor, um, the emperor. You know, the emperor has a a flag as well. Okay. Anyway. Oh wait. Let's, uh, let's here's another down. one. We have we have another yeah another boat. And you guys are going to be seeing it shortly here because we filmed it. Yep. We were there in the East Cape, and it's called Mi Sueño. That is Chucky Van Warmer's boat, and he allows us to use it and abuse it every time we go down there. It's a beautiful 35-foot uh, blackfin. Well, they painted it, and he took the logos and put it on the side of the boat, inside the boat, and I took down the flag and left it with Captain Paco. And he flew it as he goes. When you come down, we will fly your flag. So it's really, really cool. In fact, we took him some. Uh, I took some koozies. Uh, I brought down one of our mugs. Um, he's got one of our um, performance shirts and hats. And oh yeah, we definitely Angler Chronicle AC'd that boat. So it's good. It's good. Good. Well, good. Good. That, that means we, Sergio. That means we have a flagship in the East Cape. So I, I like that. As well, so we're representing. You're representing us, Sergio, and that's that's what's important. But um, let's get down to the show tomorrow. You know, you you were talking earlier, and, and Andrew, Andrew was about, uh, and just recently here about hoop netting, and of course October fires off uh, lobster season. I and I saw that post that that Andrew uh, mentioned about uh, the Fish and Wildlife had a certain area closed. That opened up uh, yesterday, actually, uh, between Abalone Cove and what they called the westernmost point, westernmost point of the Long Beach fr- of Breakwater, which would be generally the Point Furman or Cabrillo Beach area. So anyway, it's all open. That's that's the good news. It's all open. So tomorrow, tomorrow, Sergio, uh, uh, we're going to stay right with the the hoop netting. And I, I love to run this show because it's the first one you and I did, Sergio, and it's, it has to do, of course, mainly with the, with the wall, the, the breakwater, but uh, also hoop netting uh, inside uh, Long Beach. It's unbelievable how good the hoop netting can be in Long Beach Harbor. So that's, that's the show tomorrow. It's called Big Bass and Bugs. You know, we had Chris Bono, uh, Bobby Martinez, and... and um, Oh, we had uh, Robert Nguyen with us, too, I believe, on that trip. But anyway, it, it's a great episode, very educational about fishing the wall and hoop netting and in uh, Long Beach Harbor. And that show tomorrow, Sergio, is going to air, will premiere, of course, at 8.30 tomorrow morning, Valley Sports West, as always. And it'll be air, air five times all week long, and, and uh, so there'll be plenty of chances to watch it. So we invite our what our listeners now to become our viewers tomorrow morning at 8.30, Sergio. I agree. I agree. It's a really good show. Um, and a lot of information. A lot of stuff that yeah. can be learned from these episodes. Okay. Yeah, there is. I can hear music in the background. Right. Okay, so... Uh, Sheriff, thank you so much, my friend. I will talk to you coming up. I wanted to talk about some of the new episodes coming out, but I'll I'll bring it up in in the next segment, okay? Okay, very good. Please do that. We're looking forward to it. All right, thank you, Danny. Folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA, and Ron says hello back, and we'll be right back. 
Hills Radio, AM 830. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-845-2930. That's 657-845-2930. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And if we went to break, I'm reading some of the comments here and got a private message from a dear friend. Rich, and he brings up a very good point. You know, I I, I always forget to mention this, but it needs to go. There. I, it need to go. There. He goes. I'm going to comment. And he goes. I've been on some party boats that have moved in on private boats. I was disappointed in the captain's lack of customary code of polite behavior. Should go both ways. You know, you're right. You're right. And. Um, Unfortunately, there are some captains out there who think they own, they have a lease on the ocean, and they don't. Nobody does. But I would just say it does have to go both ways. Okay, but um, always remember this. I, I'll always give the nod. I, mean, I don't like it when they move in on you. Okay, but um, they can be a big, huge benefit to the private boater simply because of all the chum they're putting in the water. And if you do it right, you can take advantage of that. Okay, that means they're going to keep that they're going to keep the fish near, you know, around you. Okay, they have the ability, they have all this bait that they can put out in the water that you cannot do. So, um, there's a positive side to it, but yes, I agree, Rich. It does have to go both ways, and unfortunately, not all captains. Thank God, they're a very, very, very minority of the captains. They 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 have no respect. But I think this goes both ways, right? There's a reason private boaters are being are called Googans, right? <laughs> there's a reason, okay. But, um, you know, yes, it does go both ways, and, and Rich, I hear you. All right, let me get back to this uh, 
catching thing here, Ron. All right, we talked about rods. We talked about line classes. So we've got the rods that we're taking. We're going to take some 20, 25, 30 to 50, uh, 60 plus, 80, 100. So we got all the rods. Now let's talk, let's talk a little bit about hooks. Okay, um, what am I seeing on the reports? I hear the captain say it. I see the people say it. It's all over social media. 20 to 30 pound test is what's really getting bit. Okay, unfortunately for the bigger fish, yeah, you got to lose them. Okay, but you can't lose a fish unless you hook a fish. Okay, so um, you got to be able to hook them first. So all these guys using 50 pound and sitting there picking their nose the entire trip. Yeah, it's not probably not a good thing. All right, start with 50. If you don't get bit, go down to 30. If you don't get bit, then you go down to 20. Okay, and, and, and just ideally get bit. Okay. All right, so now let's talk about their line shy and their hook size shy. Okay, what do we say usually about a hook and a bait? What size hook should you normally use? How do you know? Size of the bait. Exactly. Okay, and, and and so for an anchovy, what would you normally use? Anywhere from a, um, a one, two, four. Very good. Okay, and for um, regulation size sardine, what do you think they normally? Oh, normally a one o, two o. You know, you can even go up to a four o, but. Once again, it depends on the bait, and then once and again, mackerel. It's, uh, yeah, and mackerel, and, and it all depends on um, what they're biting. I mean, I you could have the biggest sardines in the world, and you know what happens. Yeah, well, and you know we, we we've seen it this year. Okay, yes. so where you you got a, a regulation size, and I call it regulation. It means a bigger sardine, and normally you would use a three o, two o, three o, but they don't want it. I mean, you got to put a small number two hook just to get bit. Okay, so always remember, you, you, you can't know, lose uh, a fish unless you get bit. Right, and and as you use that small hook, you got to remember, you know, it's like using a circle hook. Um, you got to make sure they have it before you do anything, and you know, reeling it back in or anything. And with that small hook, it's easy to pull out of the fish's mouth. But it's again, it's. You know, I know, it's feel. You know when a, a You bait, can't teach that. Right, you cannot teach that. And it's it, you fish long enough, you'll eventually learn it. You'll know when that fish really has that in his mouth and he's running with it. It just, um, but so many people just get impatient. You know, it's um, it's sad to see. Right, but uh, so here, uh, that was your recommendation. Here's my recommendation. I think right now you need to have number twos. Right. You got to have number two o's if you have those two i think you're going to be in good shape obviously if you can have the entire gamut that, that's great have all the sizes but if you had to pick only two a number two number two o um and that goes with circle hooks too i mean you can go down to the smaller ones i'm not a big circle neither hook, am i because unless it's like i said if, if i know the fish are over 100 pounds i'm on it right but if not no, and you know the problem with circle hooks are a little bit harder to pin a bait on. Yeah, okay, they are. because the way the the hook is shaped, map, it's a little easier to get in the corner of the mouth. I get that, but it's like Ron says, it's all about feel, and we can't teach it. But what we can tell you is this: you're fly lining a bait, you're gonna feel the tick, tick, tick. You're gonna feel the run. 
count to five, but it's not one, two, three, four, five. It's right. 1,001, 1,002. You know, the, do the Mississippis. Let, let them take that bait. Then you're going to set the hook. Now, that is only a recommendation. You are going to know by feel, because some fish peel line a lot faster than others. Okay? A lot has to do with the size of the fish. And it's all feel. Okay? Now, if you're using a J-hook, man, I'm telling you, uh, it's it's almost similar than, than using a circle hook these days because braided line doesn't give. Fluoro doesn't give. And the only thing that gives is your raw, is your rod tip. And most of us are using a composite now, so it doesn't have a lot of glass to do the bend. Basically, they're running, put it in gear, lift the rod, you're going to be fine for for both of them, okay? If you're using a circle hook, just put it in gear, start winding, lift up your rod. There's no need to set the hook anymore. I don't think exactly. so. I, I agree with that. I was just I was glad you said that. You do not have to sit there and you pull back as hard as you can. It just... God, just real and it, it looks good. Yeah. It looks good, and, and like I said, it looks good for TV, but it, but it's not necessary anymore. Yeah. Well, see the the hooks, in my opinion, are a lot sharper in yesteryear, um, and they penetrate a lot easier. Hence, uh, owner hooks. You know, they penetrate very well, and you don't ever have to just yank back on that rod. No, and, and you know the, the the harder you pull, I always say the harder the fish pulls. But when that happens. That, that owner hook is digging in deeper and deeper and deeper. My other recommendation is definitely uh, use a circle hook. I mean, um, a ringed hook. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about ringed hooks? Yeah. You know, I like the ring hooks because there's a couple of things that enables you to do. The hook will act a lot better with your bait. It moves a lot easier at the bait. The bait doesn't have to fight the line and the hook at the same time. Uh, with the ring hook, the bait will be able to move around almost 360 yeah, degrees. Yeah, all the pressure's on the on Exactly. The ring. It's and on so the ring. It, it, and I've never had, to this day, had a ring break. No, I haven't either. I mean, I've caught... Uh, hey, I use a, a, a ringed hook on my twos and my... Um, you remember that one year uh, they were biting number fours and, I've, and we, they were 40, 50 pound yellowfin and uh, they handled it fine. It's just don't worry about it just use what the fish are biting and, and you know what when you always start fishing out you go as high as you can and then work your way down you know you got a better chance of landing your fish if you're using 40 and 50 than if you're losing 20 mm, that's so, the implication with the hooks but so right ideally you want to have a hook match your bait but right. these days they're getting really finicky uh, one of the things that we noticed when we were in the Clemente for example the smaller baits were good. They were, they, they were the best. But they only wanted the bigger baits. So you had to grab a bigger bait, and that's the only thing you wanted. They wanted. So, again, pay attention. You know, um, when you people that ride horses or have horses, they're, they're, you know those blinders they put on the horses to make them only look forward? Don't be that guy. Yeah. Okay? Take the blinders off. Look around. If you want to, the reason they say 10% of the fishermen catch 90% of the fish, it's what separates. I mean, if I gave everybody the same rod and reel, line class, hook, every, it's still going to be a separation. Okay, but why? What are those little things? 
Look around. Number one is look around. I mean, I do it all the time. I mean, uh, there's times I'm not getting bit, and there's a guy. I mean, Mike Howell. Yeah, exactly. I was going to mention it, man. Ma- that guy's got a clover leaf buried somewhere on him. Right now, Mike is on fire. <laughs> yep. So you know what I do? I take my marshmallow and put it on that fire. What are you using? <laughs> let me let me tell me what's going on. Yeah. But anyway, we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit a little more about that. Because you know what? Time is on our side. Is on our side. Yes, it is. All right, we're back. Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. That you want to be free, but you come. And I said you would, baby. You come. I told you so many times before. May 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back, everybody. You like eating Kool-Aid? I do. But you know what? The silver and black play here. So if you want to hear what's going on, AMA 30, KLAA, home of the silver and black. All right. And Leilani, I know, is on my side. So there you go. Okay. I, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. If you ran out of money after paying all your bills and taking care of home, you are not broke. You are responsible. Wow, that's deep. Who said who said that? Steve Phelps. <laughs> Just me. now? Yeah, he said he's responsible. What's he doing up? But he's responsibly broke. He's and, never up. No, he's up. Yeah, oh, I, I was eleven hours ago. It's a long time. Oh, ago. eleven hours. Yeah, he's sleeping. Okay. Well, okay. listen. Uh, let me let me go ahead and get this uh, captain in here. 
Yeah, Captain calling in. Okay, I'm hold on. Go ahead and queue him up, but I don't as soon as you got him. Because this is perfect. You know, we're going out. So, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Good morning, Rick. Wow, that was quick. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Pretty good. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to do traffic as best as I can. Some days, you know, it's better than others, okay? So uh, this is better than others. <laughs> well, I remember when he jumped on me because that made him wait because we went and break and stuff. And and uh, I've n- I will never do that again. You don't make Rick wait. No. <laughs> you don't put Rick in the corner. All right, Ricky, tell me what's going on, bro. Well, we had a great day yesterday. Yeah, they did. So we should have been there yesterday? <laughs> should have been here yesterday. Today's not looking so good. Fish bit pretty good night before last. Uh, they bit good yesterday. Um, last night it disappeared. And it was kind of slow last night. There were a few caught, but not many. And we're not seeing very much this morning. So hopefully it pops its nose up here quick because we want to start catching fish. We have a we're drifting right now. We have a few fish on the on the meters, but we haven't hooked anything yet this morning. Okay, so let me let me let me let me quiz you on that. Is is the fleet pretty much all in the same area? Yeah, we're all bundled up in one area. Okay, still on one of the banks. No, we're uh, off the banks. We're, we're north north of the forty three. Oh, okay. Right now, so. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been talking to people, and, and you know the fish. The fish are there. It's just a matter of when they, when they um, poke their ugly head out. Um, what should pe- what should people bring on the boat? Okay, we we have a trip. We're going to be with uh, on the El Dorado tomorrow night, and so we're going to be in the same area as you. The El Dorado and the Ocean Odyssey have fish side by side, okay? Remember one trip we did that. And yeah. so, Rick, um, for the guys coming out with us tomorrow night, uh, you know, what is your recommendation as a captain, okay? What, I, I don't know what you should bring on the El Dorado. You should probably ask TJ. Well, TJ's probably doing the same thing you are. <laughs> Hopefully call in, but... But what would be your well, recommendation? Okay, tell you look what. at it this way. We're with you on the 25th, so just shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be within a day. What should we bring? <laughs> okay, so. That's days and days away. Things may change. Well, remember <laughs> the last time I told everybody to. Oh, their, I remember like that. And their tranks at home. Oh. Well, when that fish got on the 43, we really needed those things. Yeah. So uh, they, they were working on the, on, on the 43. There was small fish there. But uh, today, they, yesterday, they didn't work so good. So it changes every day. I, I would come prepared, you know, bring, uh, we were fishing 20 pounds um, on that smaller fish. Well, we're getting some good fish on us here. There you go. Hang on a second. Uh, starting see. to see some pretty good fish on us here now. You know why? Because you're talking to Angler Chronicles, and every time you deal with us, That's right. it's the juju. You might hear a hookup here. <laughs> yeah, the juju. But anyway, so um, you need to be prepared. So you need anything from 20 to 130, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, bring, uh, and, and what we carbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were using, like I said, we were using twenty pound and number four J hooks. Number uh, four. I told you. I told you. Yes. Small fish. Oh yeah, we were fishing small fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right. I can't so we're not hooking one here. We should hook one. <laughs> okay. Live on Angler Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. As, as it's going down. Yeah. So I love it. So, so there you go. Okay. We we talked about hooks. We talked about line size. And guys, you don't need a lot of different setups. You just need to bring a lot of different size fluorocarbon. So you can always change the leader at any given time. You can change the leader. 
don't be afraid to change the leader. Okay. Yeah, so, if you're fishing the light gear, though, you you want a real limber rod. It's tough to put twenty pound test on a thirty pound or forty pound rod. So mm-hmm. you, want, you want a little bit more limber rod because you, know, you put that light line on there. And, uh, and how about that prototype? Have, how about that prototype e glass I brought out on your boat, and you, <laughs> and you you wanted to pull like it was no tomorrow. Remember, that's that's perfect for yeah. that. Okay, that's yeah, perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so there you go. Drags need to be set correctly, uh, guys. When you when you look at the rating on a rod, if it says fifteen to thirty, it does not mean fish forty. Okay, <laughs> if it says fifteen to thirty, you pick the number in the middle. That's a good, fifth. I mean, a good twenty pound rod, twenty twenty five pound. You can you can fish that. So these are all yeah, the little secrets. Uh huh. There was uh, a couple of nights where we didn't fish the heavy gear. Um, they, they wanted to bite the smaller jigs, so we were, we were letting them fish 40-pound with the, the cold snipers and uh, the small flat falls and stuff. So just be prepared for everything. You know, you, you just don't know what's going to happen here. It changes every day. So uh, let's, let's do this. An, an average, okay? The last two weeks, what's the biggest fish you've seen out there? The last two weeks? Probably in in the inside zone, 50, 60 pounders. Okay. And the smallest? The smallest, probably 12. Okay. So the majority of the fish are going to be, what, 30? 20 to 25, 30? Yeah, 20 to 30 pounds. Okay. 20 to 30 pound fish. Uh, you don't, you yesterday, don't... We had, yesterday we had a few 15, 20s. Majority of it was twenty to thirties and a couple forties. And, and just because that's the, the the size of the fish right now, it doesn't mean that's the size of the fish this afternoon or tomorrow or next week. That's right. All right. That's so right. I mean, any 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 night can be thirty pound fish or three hundred pound fish. You gotta, you gotta be ready. Yeah, not not likely on those. Those have been out way outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like that has pretty much fallen on its face. But they're waiting for Ron and I. No, they're waiting for Ron and I to get out there. Okay. Yeah. 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 We two hundred pounders. I have a twin a tuna whistle, and I, I go. They come out. <laughs> they hear the. Then they go. And they come by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuna whistle. Okay, so, uh, all right, so, listen, I'm glad you're on the water. I do know you've added some extra trips. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get to get out there with Ron on one of these extra trips you've added, because you're going to be running through mid-November now, right? That's correct. He has us going, I think the 10th will be the last departure, returning on the 12th. Right, um, very cool. Most of those trips have a few people, not enough to go, but... It's still early, you know. November is usually a last-minute booker, so we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll be getting off the dock for for those trips. All right. Well, maybe maybe one of those trips, Ron. If they fit the schedule, maybe we can make them an well, angler chronicle. Well, unless one. something happens and I hurt my back again, I want to go because I miss. Is there any way we can make them an angler chronicle one sponsored trip? Look into that, Ron. See, I'll, I, I'll, yeah, yeah, that's not a problem. We can we can do that. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. we get to Ingrid Chronic- Chronicles rock fishing trip. We'll go out and we'll fish like seven hundred feet, eight hundred feet. <laughs> okay, listen, I, I think you, I think the salt water is getting to your brain. Okay, okay, okay. and no, no lack, but, of, lack of lack of sleep is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you're fishing night and day. Here, here's here's another beautiful thing, folks. Right now, you're fishing. 
night and day. I remember. Oh, oh, uh oh. Uh oh. I hear some yelling back there. All right. What's going on? Oh, my goodness. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me something uh, good. Oh, what? Looks, like a, looks like a little shark. We got a little blue shark. Um, that, they don't, that, that, that's in honor of Mike. Mike Blue. Yeah. You, you've just been caught off the stern. All right. Anyway, listen, Rick. Is he showing up? Is he showing up to go with you guys tomorrow? Yes, he is. And um, he, he, he loves those two and a half days. He came out with us, uh, didn't he, on the uh, Ocean Odyssey this year? Ron, I think he came out one, at least yeah, one. Yeah, he came out earlier this year. Yeah. 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 yeah, he always tries to make it. He loves fishing with you. Obviously, you know, he used to be at that landing. Okay, he used to run the victory out of the same place the El Dorado goes out, so they know each other well. So that, that's all good. All right, Rick, um, listen, you go get, get them ready. We're coming out, when is it, October? 25th. October 25th, we're going to be there. And uh, looking forward to it, Rick. I mean, and, and now you're extending it for two weeks. Maybe we can do another, you know, maybe I'll talk to Oliver. Well, yeah. Maybe we can do a combination, uh, Fishing Syndicate and Angler Chronicle trip and make it happen. So I, I'm looking at his schedule right now, and he, he's uh, wide open except for, you know, the. yeah, we got plenty of room in there. I'll give you a call and let you know what we got, you know. Yeah, well, we'll make it happen. Okay, Rick? Let's do that. All right. All right, Rick, um, if they want to find out where, to, where, where do you go for the schedule? So even though we are sold out through pretty much the rest of the month, you can get on a standby list. Uh, if somebody happens to cancel on any of those trips, you can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com, um, do all that right online book, uh, get on a standby list. Or if you want to talk to Dina, you can give her a call at 619-889-4535. Very cool. Very, very cool. All righty. My friend, you go nail them, get them ready for us, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks for sure. You got. It. Hope you guys are going fishing today. It's like a lake. I got the marbles on the dash right now. Yeah, now we leave. We, at all. we leave tomorrow night. But you know, if it's yeah. that nice, maybe I'll call. Uh, there's been some fish around this area. Maybe I'll go to Freedom Boat Club and grab one of the skiffs and go out. Okay. There you go. All right, my brother. All right. You, you be good. I'll talk to you later. Okay, everybody have a great week. Talk to you next weekend. All right, Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey at H and M Landing, our flagship for sure out of San Diego, just like the Eldorados are flagship for up here in Long Beach. Well, Ron, that well, gives us a little bit of an insight. Well, yeah, we got the 29th, the 1st, the 3rd. The no, 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 I'm talking about the fish and what they take. No, I mean, no, no, that's good. Okay, I'm just, so but I'm just saying he's got he lots brought, of openings. We can do an Angler Chronicle trip. something really cool about knife jigs. They, they're wanting the smaller size. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, you know, maybe this is not the time to bring a whole bunch of 600s. Of 600 grams, and you just bring some well, 250s, 120s, one, you know, that's what I would recommend. Maybe have more 200s, right? Because the fish have been smaller, and you, you talk no, no, about they it. want the smaller, they, they do. But I want you to say, remember to bring everything, don't just not bring your big ones because you never, like you said, you don't know what's out there. Yeah, you can't leave everything right. at home, you got to bring a little bit of everything, but. The important thing here is he's giving us a guideline of the size of the fish, what they're biting. So, you know, given if you're going within 24 to 48 hours of a report, ah, you might want to take more of what is being bit than not. Um, and you heard him say a number four hook. Are you kidding me? I remember doing that. And then 
it, yeah. It's number four. That's number a four. very small hook. And remember, guys, um, owner hooks run a little big. A little big. Right. Okay. So, a size two owner, maybe the size of a one. Okay, on somebody else, another brand. So, um, I know when captains usually talk, they, they that that is a mustad size uh, hook is what they use the, the chrome ones. Yeah. So number size four is pretty small. Okay. Problem with the smaller hook, they swallow it really quick. You might not get them in the mouth. You'll probably get them in the gut or somewhere thereof, and then that means they're biting on your line on. The, the way in so yeah i mean the smaller you go obviously the more problems you can have but hey like i always say if you're not going to get bit i mean if you're not getting bit you're not even going to get get a chance to even lose the fish you won't even get a fish so um you got to get bit first so that that's the big deal you know we were just talking about what are we going to say and stuff for the rest of the show but i, I want to talk about more about marking your line and stuff they do have you know uh, they they do have line out there that's marked it's multicolored for you if you don't want to do that um uh i have white uh braid on my uh, thing and i mark it off every hundred feet yeah no, uh, yeah, yeah you, and then when i get past exactly. 200 i go every 50 feet after that and keep this in mind <clears> folks <throat> You can also drop a jig during the day. Exactly. Okay, people think it's just a night thing. No. Because how many times on a boat do they say, oh, they're down 100, they're down 200? Then most everybody's fly lining. The nice thing about during the day, <coughs> you can see the bait right. better. So right. you got to be careful on a lot of those things. But you can use them during the day as well. Right. All right, folks, hang on tight. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. You're listening to the Chronicles, and we'll be right back. Silver and Black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California just south of the 405 freeway michael's sports pub and grill don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits with their patented design the original hookup baits are built in the usa using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks after years of research and development the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite whether it's in salt water or fresh water jigging or trolling go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today remember don't blink on the sink and practice catch photograph and release the perfect day is my family and I on the boat, out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Raiders football lives here on AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Sergio and Ron, Angler Chronicles, 
on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And we've been trying to chat with you all morning about what to take on these trips. We have a trip that we leave tomorrow night on the El Dorado. It's a two-and-a-half-day trip, so we got a lot of time. But within that time, we're going to be seeing fish, I'm sure, of all sizes. So, um, you know, what it is that we need to take, we, we already know. You want to, I'm going to say it like this, light, medium, heavy, and extra, extra heavy rods, okay? Anywhere be from 20-pound test to 150-pound test. you got to be ready with everything. Hook sizes. You've heard it from the captains directly. A number four. I'd have a number four all the way to about a two-odd. You should be safe on that. Jigs. Okay, knife jigs. Well, I would bring a 600, but instead of bringing a whole bunch of 600s, I may bring a lot of... 120s, 200s, just various sizes because you're not going to need it. Cold snipers were working good. Mega baits were working good. Flat falls were working good. And make sure that if you're going to bring the you know knife jig, flat falls, um, everything is. Make sure you got the proper hooks on there, and, and owner has a variety of replacement hooks. Absolutely. Um, remember always match what's on there if you can, and. Because uh, the hooks that usually come with the those knife the, jigs the are not the best hooks, quality. The assist hooks I would recommend are, are the what I with the ones I like are the owner monster. That's it. Okay, they're yeah. they're very very strong, and you know do not be afraid to use a seven knot or even a nine knot. I know that sounds big, but for that kind of stuff, it's good. If you use some of these jigs, you might want to change the bottom hook to um, a treble. Okay, there's a reason for that. Put the assist hooks on top, treble on the bottom. It, it just Again, it's all feel, what you like. Um, don't that's forget, all good. Don't forget your um, um, sinker rigs, uh, you know, a couple of those. So bring it all. Yeah, and, and you know, guys, it would help yourself out is to try to get those things set up and, and made ahead of time. Uh, but there is usually plenty of time when you're traveling to do some work and stuff like that. But be prepared. Absolutely. Okay, Ron. Uh, we have some, uh, let's look at the Angler Chronicles fishing schools. Uh, season's coming to an end, but you telling me we're adding new, new uh Yeah, new I, I was talking, uh, Calvin on the Helena called me, and he would like to put together a couple more trips, which I agree, and they will be, if the tuna are still running, they will be tuna or whatever is out there. It will not be a rockfish. Worst comes to worst, it'll be a bass trip. So... But we will be looking at tuna, and it'll be tuna bus. Hey, they did that on board the Clementi, and, and it was, worked out great. Now, who knows what's going to be happening here toward the end of October and early November. Plus, you just heard the Ocean Odyssey has wide-open trips on in, in November. But uh, listen to that. We will announce the new dates on the Helena, and I'll get with Calvin. Um, uh, I told him I'd call him on uh, Thursday of next week, and we'll come up with those dates. So, and then um, you heard what we said. I'll get in touch with Rick, so be aware, and we'll put an Angler Chronicles trip or two out there. Um, so, going forward, on the October 25th, we have the Ocean Odyssey. It is sold out, guys, but um, you need to call them and get on a waiting list because it never fails. Somebody call it. It, it never happens. It's still two weeks away, so you got plenty. Of, uh, something's going to happen. It always does. And then on November 2nd, we have the victory that is um, called the landing. At, they actually want you to book online at longbeachsportfishing.com, or you can call, if worse comes to worse, 562-432-8993. 
And then we have the El Dorado again on November 12th. And once again, book online or call 562-432-8993. And then Fishers of Men will wind up the end of our whole year until we put something else together. And that is on December 17th, and that's the one that we usually have. It's pretty doggone good trip. It's been every year really a good trip. So, And remember... We are going to have Taco Tuesday on the 31st, and it is oh, a costume right. night, mm-hmm. and I have a great costume. You guys can't wait. So Yeah, we'll give, we'll give something <coughs> special away for right. the best costume. All right, um, I hope you guys uh, paid attention to some of that. Uh, a lot of this information will be available on our website. It'll be available on social media. We'll make it available to these additional trips that we're adding on been a great season okay and it hasn't it's not done yet you know um there's plenty of fish to be to go around i mean three quarter half day boats out of newport are catching too western pride okay um so that's a good friend uh paul uh, I mean, Captain Paul, he did a great job nice there. Nice yellowfin. Yeah, yellowfin on 20-pound tests. And yeah. I love it. He actually tells you he used 20-pound tests. So, guys, the fishing is still going on. The, the key is to not, don't lower your guard now. A lot of people start lowering the guard after uh, as we go into October. Don't. These fish have not gone anywhere in the last six, seven years, okay? Right. Maybe even longer. And remember, remember, guys, you got Pier Point Landing out there, too, at the Enterprise and stuff. You didn't go to PierPointLanding.net uh, or give them a call. They're, they're on fire as well. Uh, the stuff is all local, so take advantage of it. And then Dana Wharf, don't forget, DanaWharf.com. And, um, oh, yeah, the Clementi. The, the, Clemen- the Fury. Yeah, the they, Fury they, they overnight. Had 20, they had uh, 29... Um, fish on board it's just an overnight boat and uh the fish are there guys so get out dana wharf long beach pier point uh get on get off the couch man that's all you can do i cannot wait go it's been a month since i've had a rod in my hand and can't wait don't don't say it personal problems (laughs) i knew i said it's all good i'm gonna have just go out there and have some fun yes um i love it you know we've got a little the horseshoe boys coming with us oh yes they are okay and who's the horseshoe boy mike howell He's yeah. got a horseshoe up his, um, in his pocket. Okay, he, like I said, that in his pocket. I thought you were going to say, yeah, but yeah, um, but anyway, no, he he's been on fire and, and uh, Holly, Holly, and, and he it's here just, here's the deal. Uh, we were talking about I mentioned about the blinders. Take the blinders off, and Ryan and I are the first ones to say, hey, we're not getting bit. How come that guy's getting bit more? You can ask Mike. I'm like Mike, what? And I'll ask him what what size line you using? What what size hook are you using? Uh, how are you pinning your bait? I mean, I, we go through the whole thing. And sometimes there's some guy that's it's on a, a streak. on and, fire. And, and <laughs> we, we, t- we talk about a feel, a touch. And that you, that you get into this zone. It's not a zone. Yeah, it's not a rut. It's in a zone. And I've been there, and these, you feel like no matter what you touch, turns turns to gold. All right, it's almost like the Midas touch. I mean, how many times have Rick and I think about this? Gone on the back of the stern yeah. of the Ocean Odyssey, looked at each other, and started every bait we threw out there. Got bit, hooked and handed. Next thing you know, there's no more rental rods available, and I don't have any rods out available because all my rods have already been hooked and handed, and people are shaking their head. 
you know what? You ask. Okay, uh, simple things. Get the right bait out of the uh, uh, hand well. That is one of the biggest things. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. That is the right bait is everything. And then you know, people. And then you finally do catch that right bait, and then you, you squeeze it until there's no tomorrow. <laughs> you just killed it. We always say treat. What do we say? Treat a, a, a bait like an M M&M. and M. Right. Should melt in the fish's mouth, not in your hands. Which means if you've got a lot of scales, you might as well take that bait off. Go get a new one, okay? And ideally, take your rod with you, pin them on really fast, and then let go of the bait. I can't believe how many people have a rod in their hand and they got the bait in their other hand and just squeezing it for dear life. That's it. And if you have to squeeze it so much, ain't going to work. The only thing I ask if you're fishing with me on the boat and you're at the hand well uh, and I come up, you know, if you don't know how to grab a bait, please just let me grab mine and go before you kill them all. <laughs> see, they, they, they grab them, squeeze them, let them go. Squeeze them, and you kill all the bait. One of the things, too, look at the butt of your rod. If it's covered with scales, you're, got, you're doing it wrong. And, yeah, and well, here's the other one. <laughs> you know, guys, there's no shame in getting one of those little nets. Exactly. If I, you're having a hard problem, a hard time, get a little net. <laughs> easier to catch your, your bait that you want. Pin it on, send it out. Whether you nose hook it, butt hook it, color hook it, whatever you want, I don't think it really matters. Some people swear by it. You know what? I nose hook and I catch fish. So yep. I'm a nose hooker. You you like the butt hook, right? Yeah. I, I, well, actually, hook. you know what? I, I, do, uh, I will watch what everybody's doing. If everybody's getting bit on a nose hook, I prefer that because it's you can cast them out further. Uh, but uh, yeah, mostly it's a butt hook. Okay, and, and nobody knows what that is. There's a f- dorsal fin or a little fin down between the right toward the back of the fish, and you put it about a quarter inch up there. And uh, if they bleed, you did it wrong. Right? Yeah, they can't bleed. Problem with that is uh, when you go to cast, you can't get very far, so you got to hope and pray that that fish swims away. Right. Okay. So um, having said that. I think we've we've covered just about everything. Well, I I, I just want to get up. You know, I'm I am so pumped about this. I have no pain in my body anywhere. Um, I am so pumped. I cannot wait. And if I don't even care right now if I get bit, I I, I just want to go fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me let me respond to some of these things. Uh, let me see here, Steve. Uh, yes, we did say calico bass. We got a beautiful calico bass uh, on the on the center console this week. Uh, let me say good morning to our dear friend G T Palmer. Good morning, G T. I gave you my bunk. Oh, he's. In, I don't know about bunk things, but you guys figure yeah. it out. Uh, GT will be joining us for this trip on the El Dorado, so looking forward to having GT with us. Uh, let me see. Say good morning, Agar. Okay, and everybody that's listening to us, we really do appreciate it. I know my mind has come somewhere else. I just, I'm really excited about this two and a half day. Me too, uh, Mike Blue. Good morning. Uh, can't wait to see you. In fact, you'll be at breakfast today. And by the way, breakfast is at the Broken Yoke. It's on uh, Harbor and Adams. Perfect. Um, get out there and say hi to everybody. And I want to say hi to all my friends out at the Angels uh, Tempe. Uh, stadium uh, can't wait to see you guys this next year I'll be coming out and and I'll have blue talk about you guys and make fun of you but uh, we'll talk to you guys later um, Mike blue Don Southard uh, Ron Southard uh, just 
can't wait to see all you guys. Uh, Is that it? <laughs> blue, okay, Tempe, Blue, Jesse, Lalo, Pat, Jake, Mitch, Kevin, Clark. Good morning, guys. All right, listen, we're, it's time to go really now. I'm going to go get breakfast. I'm going to say this. Ron, do you know why I fish? Because you can. So I don't choke people. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Anyway, everybody, have a great week. Like Ron said, get off the couch. Be kind to one another. And I stand with Israel. Me too. You guys have a good one. Amen. Bye. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.